0: What's good, Alaska? This is Scott Levesque, and you're listening to the midweek edition of the Must Read Alaska podcast. Welcome. Thank you everybody for joining with us. Obviously it is starting to warm up out there in Alaska and it's feeling good. It's feeling like summer is right around the corner. And so thank you for joining with us today. We really appreciate it. Before we go any further, as always, we just ask that you give us a five-star review. It's extremely important when we're trying to get our podcast up in the rankings, when you're searching for our podcast specifically, and or if you're searching for some of the topics that we discuss on the podcast. and If you want to take it a step further, you can go ahead and give us a written review. We've had plenty of those. We love hearing from our listeners. We appreciate all the positivity it has been incredible. Thank you so much for continuing to support our podcast. Now let's get into this It is a lot going on, but uh, we're really going to focus today in on uh, the mayor race here in Anchorage. So I just want to let you know ahead of time. But before we do that, as always, we kind of touch on some of the the topics and some of the articles written in Must Read Alaska. And one of the first ones I want to talk about, and it's just a fun one. It's just one that just kind of goes to show you um, perhaps maybe a little bit of a lack of creativity. But... As many of you know, most of the Forest Dunbar signs uh, over the last month or so have been changed. Instead of Forrest for mayor, it says "Forest for tax, or just tax, or it's all been crossed out. Well, uh, it seems like somebody did not like that and now has begun to change some of the Dave Bronson sides. And some might find this clever. Maybe it is or maybe it's not. But instead of saying a new direction, it now says a new direction, which... It is what it is. Uh, it took a lot of uh, perhaps some careful crafting, some measurements that look like, because it's blue tape with similar color blue, but also similar color or, or excuse me yellow, to create this new um, slogan. I guess that's out there for Bronson. The funny thing is, it's just not really. I mean, I guess that's funny. Uh, it has really nothing to do with Bronson. Obviously the. For for tax makes a lot more sense considering the alcohol tax and whatnot and what's been going on. But this is just, I guess this is child play humor, which is fine. I mean, this is par for the course. I'm surprised it took people this long on the, uh, the left to come out with this sort of um, new slogan for Bronson. But at the end of the day, it's just a funny little thing that's going on right now. It looks like it's uh, a little payback, apparently a little tit for tat here. But uh, but yeah, that's just something. If you want to, if you want to see the sign, go to uh, mustreadalaska.com. And it's, it's under the, the very short title, Sign of the Times. And Suzanne wrote a, a fun little play on word article about this. It has a, has a uh, picture of the new slogan that somebody decided would be a better, better use. And who knows? They say sex sells. So it might actually help Bronson instead of her, uh, hurt him at this point. Uh, but let's also go to the fact that uh, Bronson is still, Dave Bronson is still holding uh, events with a lot of support going out to him. Bernie's Bungalow and uh, a downtown bar with outdoor, uh, you know, outdoor seating and, and the appropriate COVID-19, um, I guess for lack of a better term, setup. Uh, Dave had a, had a fundraiser out there, had a meet and greet, and there was about 100 people out there. And why is this important? Why are we bringing this up? Well, I can tell you this. It's a uh, it's a couple reasons. Number one is it just shows momentum. It just shows that Dave has momentum. I mean, bottom line, that, that's a big deal now. I mean, we're already, this is a mail-in ballot situation. So clearly people either have their ballot. If they haven't had their ballot, let me tell you, you need to call uh, the municipality to figure out where your ballot is because you need to get one and vote. But regardless, the, the ballots are out. People, probably most people that know who they want to vote for have already voted. And if you haven't, it's just because you're, you're procrastinating. But here's the reality. The reality is, is Bronson is still attracting a lot of attention, still have a lot of momentum. And we'll see that as we get to some of the other um, articles we're going to talk about today. But under Must Read Alaska, Bronson event at Friendly Watering Hole attracts 100 enthusiastic supporters. Uh, again it's it's a couple things one as I just said it's it's a momentum issue number two where these are being held is important okay Bernie's bungalow it's a popular downtown bar it has a lot of different types of people that actually go there which is interesting it, it, it ranges from clearly conservatives here all the way to the LGBTQ+ plus community Um and, and everybody in between. It's a very popular bar, and so the fact that this bar is allowing Dave to hold the event, the fact that Dave the event there, but also the fact that he had a hundred supporters there that looked like, from what I could tell, had a wide range, maybe even of social political views, not just economic political views. It is really, really interesting. There was a, a lot of young people there, um, a lot of people that look like they came from different backgrounds around the city. And so that's a, that's a huge deal. And what that also means, so let me get to my second point. The second point me is Dave's message is resonating with more than just white male conservatives. That's what it really means. And that's huge. You can't negate that fact. It's important that a message resonates across the board. At least it touches at some level Every person within the city coming from different backgrounds, whether it's, you know, what they do for an occupation, whether it's their social background, whether it's, it doesn't matter. If a message resonates across the board, it resonates across the board. And what I could tell is that Dave's message is resonating across the board because Dave's message is pretty simple from what I'm understanding. It's let's get back to being able to be prosperous. Let's get back to be able to make a living for our self and our family which is a message that everybody can get on board with. It really is. It really is. So it's just very, very, very interesting. I find it incredibly, I guess, interesting that Dave is still attracting this much energy and momentum uh, with how many days, five, six days away from uh, the, the postmark date to put your ballot in. I believe it's May 11th. So that's just interesting. Just another example of of some momentum. Now, I haven't seen a lot from Forrest, so I'm not 100% sure, to be honest with you, how his events are going. I've seen a couple of them. They've had people there for sure, but it hasn't been to the magnitude of Bronson. So this will be interesting. Again, once the final tally starts, uh, or once the tally start coming in after the 11th, we can start seeing where people are going in terms of their vote. This will be interesting. But, again, it's just an example. It's a momentum, and it's the ability for Dave's message to reach across the board, which is huge. Let's, let's be honest. Forced message is not resonating with somebody like me or people that I know of, but we are conservative. We do have a particular viewpoint, particularly economically, on what this municipality should do. I mean, if you haven't figured it out, I'm a conservative. If you haven't figured it out, well, then I must be doing a good job of staying down the middle. But the reality is this: is that it's very true that Dave's message is a resonating message, and let's see if that's the key to his success as he moves forward. All right, let's move into the state level. Uh, well, our favorite uh, newsworthy senator here in Alaska, Senator Laura Reinbold, uh, just got a bill passed through the Senate. It's it's her, and we're terming this her quote "victim bill." It's SB one twenty two. And essentially, what it does is add surviving minors and spouses in the definition of victim if a parent or spouse is slain. It had, It's very short bill. Uh, and let's just give you a little bit of a statement. SB 122 is a bill that removes the word adult before the word, word child in the definition in, I'm going to give you this, AS 12.55.185C2. By removing the word adult, the definition of a victim will include a child of a person who has been a victim of a crime when a parent or guardian is deceased. SB 122 will ensure victim rights for a child of a deceased parent or guardian. Now, uh, I think this is a fine bill. I I think this is good. Um, It's nice to see Senator Reinhold in the news without having... Um, some negative consequences to it, I guess. Let's just put it that way. I think, you know, getting legislation, regardless of what you may think of the legislation itself passed, is always a win. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's just nice to see her not in the news for masks or, or whatever. That's, that's just a little snippet there. I mean, there's not a lot there. I wanted, to, I wanted just to give a little bit of kudos to her for getting that bill passed in the Senate. It's a good job. It's positive PR. She needs it. She needs it. It's been rough going. She's been banned from Alaska Airlines and removed from a, a chairman position. So that's you know, that's not great. But, hey, she got this bill passed. I think it's a good bill. You know, it's Is it going to change worlds? It's going to change these people's worlds. It's going to change those who are affected by this bill's world, for sure. For sure. And I think that's a positive thing. Um, but... But yeah, just wanted to give her a little shine. She's been uh, she's been raked around the coals a little bit and and uh, busted up from the news and from the media. So just a little shine because I think sometimes you know, regardless of what side of the political party you're on, it's sometimes it's tough going. Um, all right, let's switch now to uh, two things. Before we do that, I want to let people know. Listen, I sent Force Dunbar's campaign another email requesting that' I have him on to discuss some of the issues. I thought it was a fair email once again I reiterated that I would uh, not only record in the same location whether it's his headquarters or whatnot I would record I would edit with him or his people over my shoulder and I would post with him or his people over my shoulder just to ensure and I wouldn't do this anyways but for their you know for their peace of mind to ensure that hey, I'm not going to slice things up. I'm not going to do something crazy. Um, you know, I really do want to talk to Forrest. I have so many questions. Uh, nothing, you know, Suzanne, John, they have, I mean, I'm sure they have questions. But I said, no, I want to ask it myself. I've I've watched Forrest for years now on the assembly. I've seen and been witness to firsthand, uh, community council interactions with him, uh, promises made. Uh policies and positions he's taken um you know there's a lot of questions i have for him and unfortunately he has yet him or his team have yet to reach back out to me to even tell me no i've just got radio silence which is sad that's that's sad <laughs> at least tell me like hey no we're good uh you know we don't like must clearly he doesn't like must alaska the problem is Forrest, is that i grew up where you went to school you know you went to harvard i grew up in boston So, we got a connection there, brother. Let's talk. But, unfortunately, Forrest does not want to talk to me. I don't know if I'm one of those scary, like, born in New England, but a conservative. So, like, he's got that mentality and he's a conservative, so I don't want nothing to do with him. Or if it's really just, I don't like Must Read Alaska and I don't want anything to do with that. But here's the deal. Like, you can't go on other, you know, centrist or left-leaning blog sites and then make... Well, what essentially happened is to say, well, where's Dave Bronson? Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too, buddy. That's just not nice. Now you're not playing fair. I, the people need to know, Forrest, that you have not responded. And so you're just as guilty as saying, um, just as guilty of what you're accusing Dave of. So come on, man. Like, play fair. Like, also be honest. If you're going to call people out and call them liars, I mean, I think it's important that people call you out, right? Because we're all about fair. Isn't that what we're supposed to be about, fair? Well, anyways, I just wanted the people to know that I did reach out to your team again, Forrest. Love to hear from you, my friend. I would love to have that conversation. Uh, it's not going to be contentious unless you make it. Uh, I could be extremely level-headed and just ask the tough questions. And you could ask me questions. I'm not running for office, but I'd be more than happy to answer them. But I haven't heard from you, my man. And uh, I'm not saying you're scared. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's just, um, it's sad because I think you have an audience here that'd love to hear why they should vote for you. And it's a rather large audience. There's more registered Republicans than there are Democrats in Alaska. But also, you know, uh, I just think you owe the people. Because when you're a mayor, Forrest, you're not just representing District 5. You're representing every district. You're representing the municipality. And Frankly, you haven't really represented your constituents very well when you don't even care what they say, call them anti-science, uh, or just berate them while they're giving public testimony. Not really what public officials should be doing. So I wanted to give you that opportunity to clear the air. Unfortunately, you're just not getting back to me, and that's, you know, for lack of a better term, as the kids say, that's a sad panda, bro. So, anyways, just wanted to give the people an update. Let's move on. Let's move. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the, the, you know race here in Anchorage for, for mayor. Fascinating stuff, okay? Let's just get to some of the things that I find extremely fascinating. Number one, let's just talk about fundraising. Again, fundraising can be uh, important to show momentum. Uh, we talked about that with the U.S. Senate race. The amount of money you raise can show momentum, support, uh, you know, all of the above. So the seven-day report from APOC came out and it revealed some interesting things okay it revealed some interesting things first let's just go over the spending totals for both campaigns Dunbar has come in at just over 500 so half a million dollars 501,301 dollars were spent Bronson has spent about a let's see 20 just about 20,000 less so he spent about 480,456 dollars What's interesting is this seven-day report fundraising. So Dunbar has showed uh, he's raised about $222,378 over his seven-day report. In contrast to Bronson, who's raised about $299,708, which is huge. That is absolutely huge. That's about a $77,000 difference between these two in fundraising, which goes back to the previous earlier in the show what we talked about was Dave having these events shows momentum. It shows incredible momentum for the campaign and that equates to dollars too. People will give to somebody not only that they su- that they want to support, but they know has the momentum that can cross the finish line and win. And what I'm seeing right now is a shift because Dunbar was raising money at a clip early on. And now we're starting to see a switch where Bronson is really coming on strong. Uh, Obviously, as you see here, the spending totals is about a $20,000 difference between the two. But regardless, the seven-day report recently is huge. We're talking a difference of $77,000 in fundraising, which is big. It's big, particularly for Bronson, who is this is his first real political push into – Into Alaska. So, this is a big deal. Keep in mind, Dunbar actually uh, went head to head against Don Young. Now, he didn't win, obviously, but he did go head to head. He's been here in Anchorage for a while in terms of um, on the assembly. So, he's got the name recognition. But Bronson coming out and doing what he did has been pretty impressive. I mean, for somebody who's uh, a rookie on the political scene in terms of name recognition, all of that, him and his team have been incredible in not only getting the message out, but also getting the momentum. Uh, Getting your message out is one thing, but connecting to that community like we talked about before and also having the, the wherewithal to make sure that you're doing events all over the place is huge. I mean they have done a fantastic job and I think at the end of the day Bronson and his team should be commended for the you know the actual work they did and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out but it, you know as we look at the race as it's coming to a close in terms of your uh, opportunity to vote which again short commercial break vote 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 if you want to see the change here you got to vote a lot of people don't realize that there's a runoff a lot of people don't realize Dave did not win in that what is now a primary considered election, this runoff is the final straw before uh, we find out who our our mayor is. You have to vote in the runoff. You have to. So do that. Now back to our program. So just a little bit of what's going on in the fundraising department here, which which really is important because it bleeds into... uh, the last stages of a push. It bleeds into those people that are still trying to decide, maybe don't like either candidate, but is really looking for the one that's going to affect their life the most. And I think that's what's going on right now. I think you're seeing that, listen, I've said this before, anecdotally, I've had many friends who are either center left or more left, not all the way left, not like forest left, but they're they're not conservative by what they would consider in their nature. Are voting for Bronson because they're scared to death of what Forrest would do if he got in. They're scared to death of what their kids, their schools, their communities would look like. And the irony is, is that Forrest is touting a lot of this um, hey, you know, we we, we spent money to, to get 100 new officers. Yeah, but 100 new officers can't change law, they can't change um, what's what they're, they're hand, no pun intended, handcuffed to do when they catch somebody stealing. or They they can't do beyond what the law allows them to do. So if the law restricts them from putting people in jail or, or charging and prosecuting um, crimes that continually happen here, drug theft related, then hiring 100 new officers is fine. They just can't actually prosecute to the full extent of the law because the law stops at a certain point. So... Again, the 10-point economic plan, the first point, the first point is to get 70% vaccination rate. That is not an economic plan. That is a political plan put together, disguised for economics. It's what it is. It's what it is. And if it was so important to get 70% vaccinated before we can open up, why did you already open up? Anybody asking that question? Is anybody asking that question? I mean, talk about flip-flop your 70 percent vaccination rate to open up to get the economy going i guess is not as important it shouldn't be your number one out of the 10 because you just opened up on may 3rd the economy you said hey we need to lift all these restrictions so what is it was that just a political hack was that just something for you to put in there to, to, to rile up the base? I mean, why would you put 70% in there and then immediately open up the economy when you're not doing well in a in a race for mayor? Seems like it's a little self-fulfilling pro, uh, for us there. Again, these are questions I'd love to ask Forrest. I'm just not getting anything from him. But then let's finish up with this. This is not going to be a long session, uh, a long show today. I have plenty to talk about, but not. Let's actually talk about what happened when the assembly voted to remove nearly all the restrictions for Anchorage residents. Let's just talk about that. Now when Mike Dunleavy, when Mike Dunleavy pretty much ended the about a year long disaster declaration, people went nuts. People went nuts. Let's read some of these, okay? Let's read some of these. With thousands of potential unvaccinated individuals traveling to Alaska and many unknowns about the impacts of COVID-19 variants, I pray this decision will not have disastrous consequences. This is Representative Bryce Eggman from uh, Dillingham. Adding, dumbfounded by a unilateral move to eliminate tools we may need during a busy tourism and fishing season that will attract thousands of visitors. Then you have Liz Snyder, District 27, and Zach Fields, who always loves to put foots in mouths, doesn't he? Echoing that same se- sentiment there. Okay. Zach Fields writing, we've captured federal COVID snap relief. That's the good news. Bad news, governor nixing declaration means no mandatory testing for incoming travelers, increasing risk of dangerous variants. That's the new thing now. It's not just that we need to get herd immunity. Now there's variants. It's a new talking point. Man, give it to the Democrats. Once they all, you know, once the higher-ups agree to something, this is what we're saying, it trickles down quickly and they all, you know, bite on it for sure. However, however, absent from their dismay, Miss Snyder, Ms. Mr. Fields is we've heard nothing about the fact that the Anchorage Assembly did vote to remove almost all the restrictions for residents. Almost all of them. Now, no outcry? No yelling? No, how could you? No, what about the variants? No, 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 no. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Haven't heard a thing. Now, why might that be? Man, why might that be? What could... Oh. 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 Could it be the fact that Forrest doesn't like the numbers that are coming in and now is trying to throw, quote, as we all like to say, a Hail Mary, a political Hail Mary to try to help garner more votes? Because Forrest, as he said, is a man of the people and of businesses. Just just forget the fact he voted eight times to keep the emergency declaration and by extension the emergency powers going. No, no, no. No, no, no. Keep, keep keep in mind that his first point in the economic recovery is that 70% of the population needs to be vaccinated. No, no, forget that. No, he's a man of the people. That's why he seconds this motion that his buddy in crime, Christopher Constant, brought forth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Listen, at this point, if you can't see the hypocrisy and you can't see the ridiculousness, of the Democratic Party right now in Alaska, I don't know what to tell you. I have no idea what to tell you. This is clearly do as I say, not as I do. This is clearly, hey, don't watch what I'm doing over here. Just keep focused on what we need you to keep focused on. This is clearly, hey, we want to yell at anybody that has an R after their name, anybody that has a D after it. Do whatever you need to do. We do not care. Listen, do not start yelling and screaming about removing removing a year-long disaster declaration and then not say a word when the largest city in Alaska decides to remove most, most of the emergency orders. Which brings another question. Why wasn't this done earlier? What was going on? Why wasn't this done earlier when public outcry and people begging the Assembly to do this? No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, the Assembly only does things when it benefits them, not you. Is that pretty clear now? Does that, does that help everybody in Alaska understand who they're voting for? Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. I, I'm tired of the hypocrisy. And at the end of the day, if you can't see that, then you deserve what you're going to get. If you vote for people that, that value their own political gain over your everyday life. If you're going to vote for people that want to see your businesses closed as you're crying and begging them to open up, but we'll do so because they're losing a race. That's on you. But regardless, I'm still telling you to vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I am telling you to vote because it's important. And well, that does it for today's show, listen, there's a lot we can talk about. Um, I'm actually looking to see if we can put these on video form as well so that you can see my ugly mug and, and maybe, maybe have Forrest on here. Again, Forrest, love to have you on here before the race is over. I'm not sure you're going to talk to us after, regardless of a win or a loss. But now, I'd love to have a conversation with you. But just have your people reach out to me. It's just courtesy, man. That's all I'm asking for. All right, guys. Well, that's it for me this week. Until next week, take care.